vegan. What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to another episode of I Am Negan, a TWD Universe podcast. My name is uh, Adam Ville. I am an editor over at The Coalition. That's with a K, coalition.com. And I am joined by editor-in-chief Richard Bailey Jr. What's up, Rich? What's up, Adam? What's up, listeners and viewers? And Throwdown Zone, Carlos Romero. What's up, Carlos? Yo, man, keep Herschel's name out your freaking mouth. Right there, you go. I slap. <laughs> take it, take it. Oh boy. All right. So, real quick, thanks again, everybody. We're seeing these numbers rise across the board. iTunes, Spotify, uh, YouTube. People are following us. Not just this, but just The Walking Dead, and that's what we're all about. The Walking Dead. We got a lot of Walking Dead content coming. Besides this, as you may have known, if you don't know, besides this uh, Walking Dead proper mothership coming to an end. We still have Fear coming back in April, and then we have three confirmed spinoffs. That's right, people, three confirmed spinoffs, and some of them are going to be brought up during uh, this review discussion of episode 15 titled Trust, because it ruins it. It ruins everything about this episode, what we do know, which has been open to the public thanks to AMC, which is horrible. But uh, real quick, if it's your first time, uh, we are going to do a full breakdown review discussion of episode 15 for this final season, season 11, titled Trust. Uh, if you haven't seen the episode, you can go to AMC Plus right now and you can watch it. That's right. It's already there. They do it a week early. If not, you can hold off and come back after you've watched the episode on Sunday. And so that's it. You got your little heads up. Thanks again. We're on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and thanks for the support. And, of course, Coalition.com. Mothership. We got interviews. We got all kinds of stuff there. So if you're into all kinds of other content, pop culture, and video games, check it out. So let's get into it. Three, two, one. Boop. Man, this episode. This episode. Just like I had mentioned in the opening, since because we know. Of so many spinoffs, we know that Negan and Maggie with the Isle of the Dead, and we know the Carol and Daryl with their thing, and it's, and then of course there's that other anthology. We already know what's going to happen to a lot of these characters, so there's really no suspense, and this whole episode is built around suspense, especially with what happens, and we have what one, two, three, we have about three or four different paths. Right, that we can go through. So we'll just bang, bang out the quick one right down the road. We'll just go down that way. The quick one is the Eugene and Max. That was really quick. There was a lot of dialogue in this episode. I feel like everyone had long dialogues. Some of it was good. Some of it was pointless. Because it's just like, well, we already know what's going to happen to these characters just from what AMC had told us. So it's not like they're in any real danger of, oh no, this is it, final season, certain characters are going to get killed off. Uh-uh. That's not happening. So, real quick, we'll just run it down. With the Max and Eugene, they just have a discussion. Eugene it says, listen, um, I want to get some other people involved. He starts talking about how Rosita uh, told Eugene what happened regarding going into the house to steal some money for Sebastian, the governor's uh, uh, son. And then after that, they bring in Connie. Connie comes in. She works for the paper. Like, hey, Connie, listen, can you tell the story? This right here made no sense. Because if that happens, Connie's going to get killed. 
we already know this from the, the main editor-in-chief of the paper who even said it. It's like, you do this. This is all on you if you start going after the governor. So they're trying to build in that whole thing. And that's when Eugene was like, listen, I have somebody on the inside who can get us some good info. And that's when he brings up Max. So they're still a couple. They're still a thing after the fact of everything that's happened. And so now that's their story. The story is that Eugene is now trying to uncover the truth of everything that's going on behind the scenes with the governor and Sebastian and how much is the governor really involved with the shadiness. Connie is now involved because she's going to be reporting all of this and Max is involved because she's going to be digging up dirt. So this, their little story, what do you guys think? Rich, how do you feel about all of that? Well, I mean, I agree that it is uh, risky. Um, but to me, it made sense because they have to tie in all the stuff they showed previous to this. They already had an episode where these two were looking for something to report on. And in that same episode was the episode when Max was going back and forth with, with Mercer after it was revealed that, yes, yeah, she is the one that's been talking to Eugene the whole time. So in my opinion, they had to connect those stories. So I don't have an issue with them coming to that conclusion. Okay. Carlos? Yeah, I, I'm I'm similar with Fritch. I feel like this is sort of, you know, just getting the band together with you know with the new people, with old people, you know, Connie, Eugene, Rosita, and now with Max. And it's like they're getting the wheels are turning and everything's you know getting set. Um, yeah, as far as as far as the overall episode, I think this is one of the good parts of the episode. Um, I did enjoy. Um, well, I didn't enjoy some some parts of the episode that that dealt with max and mercer but i guess we'll get to that part but oh, um, yeah, yeah. but um but other than that this this part was was pretty good i really liked it yeah at least with this part it is tying up a lot of the loose ends and building that connection it, it's it's putting together the sweater right here it's like all right we're gonna build this arm and we're gonna grab all these other people and start taping them together so then that way we can get ready for the big send-off because the there's going to be a battle, right? We know this. It's Walking Dead. There's no spoiler there. There's definitely, there's always a big battle, whether it's going into the another mid-season break or when it finally ends. It's going to end at a, in a brawl. It's never going to be like, well, you know what? We end this peacefully and everything is fine. We just had a long discussion. So thanks for watching. And no, it's not. It's not going to happen. So the conflict is going to come and this is it. They're going to, this story is going to come out and we're going to see a big divide from the community. I'm sure there's going to be some people that are like, hey, wait a minute, down with the governor we haven't heard a lot regarding the resistance group remember early on a few episodes back that really what started the whole jump off of what was going on behind the scenes and why connie was investigating trying to find out more information i think the guy's name was taylor who kept saying that there's uh, hundreds of thousands of us and da, 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 da. well we don't really know besides rosita finding all that uh all that propaganda stuff in the guy's apartment so it's gone silent regarding that part so that'll probably play a bigger part in the next episode which is the second season break mid-season break because there's three parts right this is it this is 15 and yeah next one is 16 and then we're done for another break and then they'll come back for the the final part so yeah it wasn't too bad i didn't really have the, any issues with this one it's the other parts and you just brought it up the mercer and max okay so but there's two parts with Mercer. There's the part with Mercer and Princess, which I enjoy. 
I like that. That's straight out the comic. Yeah. Their connection. We're seeing that connection. It, we didn't really see too much prior to this episode, besides a little flirting and then, uh, you know, Mercer inviting her to the party, that the, to the ball. But then now we see they're, they're they're a couple. This is this is all out couple, and this is great. This is great. They work well together. I like seeing them on camera together. If they were a real couple, celebrity Hollywood would love it. They just have a good look. Right? It's not happening though. They're in their own world. But anyway. Uh, we'll just get to the Max part. The Max and Mercer. Max uh, Mercer proves that two things in this episode. He can multitask, and he, the dude is really jacked. Oh boy, he's jacked. Like he, he's, he's just, got his own gym. He's got his own. Well, yeah, it's a big ass gym. He's got the kettlebell technique. I had a buddy of mine. Shout out to my buddy Dan. He had this routine called Melt the Fat, and it was a whole kettlebell. He got certified with kettlebells, and I remember one time he was showing me. And it, yeah, to see this dude do proper technique is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, he's over here talking with Max. Max is trying to get more insight on what he knows. And it went too long. This went way too long. That's why I was like, it's kind of distracting because it was like, all right, we're trying to listen to what she's trying to get at, the info from her. But at the same time, we see he's doing the kettlebell. He's doing the pull-ups. You know, he's doing the weight pulls. He's, he's doing all the different routines. And he's not breathing heavy, heavy at all. And that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, this dude, he's constantly working out. Clearly, not just on the show, but this is his regimen. And then at the same time, I'm like, oh, she's trying to but get more info regarding Sebastian and all that. So from what does he know? But he said it. He said, I'm a soldier. I'm a soldier. I do what I'm told. She was like, you could be more than that. You could be the man. Everybody respects you. And so basically trying to get him to convert to the other side to start a coup, to just fight against. He was like, because then what? And it's true. What? He goes after the son. Then what happens to him? Because in his mind, there could always be another Mercer. Who knows? We don't know if there's a second in command who's trying to get his job. We don't know. They could easily throw it in. I thought for a hot minute, because he only lasted in two episodes, that um, the other dude that got sent on that mission with uh, with Aaron and Killer Priest, that he was going to be that guy. That if he did the job, that Hornsby was going to then promote him up, and then there was going to be that conflict. Like, oh, yeah, Mercer has half of the group that are against the governor, and then Hornsby has his group with his dude. That didn't happen. That guy's dead. And it looks like Mercer just wants to play soldier leader. That's it. He doesn't want to deal with the politics. But overall, this dialogue that they had just went on too long. It was just, oh, she just kept asking him. And then he's moving around from equipment to equipment. Uh, I was like, what's the point of this? Uh, what, what was your issue with it, Carlos? Well, similar to you, I, I felt like it just dragged on for too long, especially considering we haven't had as much... Uh, you know interactions between max and mercer in the past we've had like those small snippets before so it's hard to f- get so emotionally attached to these characters like or to their chemistry since we barely got any of it uh previously and number two you know we've we've been seeing you know this whole mercer thing with seeing all the bad things that have been going on and being conflicted and and everything and obviously there has to be a turning point for him but um this wasn't it. If, if this scene would have served a purpose, it would have been to be a breaking point. Mm-hmm. But obviously we have, you know, we have all of this, the cumulative scenes where, you know, he sees, you know, all the bad things that are going on with Sebastian and, and all the fucked up things with a, with a Commonwealth. And, and, and this scene, you know, like I just said earlier, if, if it would have been 
this point of like okay this is okay now i'm the new mercer right or i'm gonna take take things to my own hands then it would have been a i felt there would have been a better scene but since it's it's just did the exact same thing that every other scene with mercer does where it's like oh i'm just gonna question it just a little bit more mm-hmm. um uh, that's where i felt it, it it was it just went on for too long so what about you rich i know you respect mercer's uh, workout regimen but besides that was there anything that you you got from this scene between uh brother and sister uh, I mean, I agree with a, a lot of the criticisms that Carlos had, but it, to be quite honest, uh, I don't think the episode was horrible. We already know that they have to pad out these episodes because they decided they wanted this to be an extended season. Yeah. So all this stuff was necessary to get to the meat of what is going to happen next week. Yeah, oh, I, Rich, I, this, I, oh. This, 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 this wasn't my main criticism. This is just oh, yeah. a minor criticism for me. Oh, we, oh, we'll yeah. talk yeah, yeah, yeah. about the, the <laughs> That's why I'm saving it for last. That's why I'm saving it for last. The main potatoes of this episode is where the criticism lies. Because, yeah, I agree. I don't hate it. I, we knew that we're going to have to do some padding to set yeah. up for the big one. It's that all the suspense that they tried to add into it towards for the main story of this, which we'll get into with Maggie and Daryl, is gone because we know of the spinoffs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's the problem. Absolutely. That's the problem here. Yeah, so, yeah, so there goes that part. And then uh, another part with Mercer that we saw in this, and it was a few scenes back and forth, and they were key scenes, is the relationship between Princess that he has with Princess. And we see that they're they're talking about sex, and they're happy, and this whole thing. But she tries to surprise some more info, just like Max, and this happened a little prior to that, but still, it's in the same line of it. She's trying to get some more info out of it, like, what's troubling you? You're just staring up at the ceiling, and he's like, oh, you know, we don't talk about this, da, da, da. But after he had that conversation with Max, he comes back, and he said he wants to apologize to her, and he sort of comes clean, but it, it didn't really make much sense, because he was like, all right, I'll tell you, I killed two of my own guys, and I promised my, my parents I would never be that guy, and this whole thing, I was like, wait, 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 all right, that's fine, and she says, all right, we'll work through it together, and she hugs him, but he left out a key part, is that he killed them because they were working with Sebastian and they were doing something wrong. They were putting other people in danger. They already had put other people in danger. Some civilians, some other soldiers who have died trying to get that money from that safe house. And that this go around, because I don't think at this point Princess knows, people from her own group, which I I guess I could say they're her own group right now at this point. But if you think about it, she's never spent time with Daryl or Rosita. She only knows really Eugene and Ezekiel, and uh, you know that that whole thing. She she's never been to Alexandria, so maybe she wouldn't have really cared so much. But by proxy, she should care because these are friends of her friends. I don't know, but uh, she she hugs him, and that really upset me because sort of like what you were just talking about, where we don't really get a clear viewer his a stance from Mercer. He can't even come clean exactly what he did and why he did it to Princess. And he made it seem like he was going to do that. He was like, all right, I'll tell you what's going on. But no, you didn't. You just said you killed two people. So think about this. Let's just like wipe this clean and make believe you're Princess. Right? You're there. You're standing in front of this huge man. And he says, I killed two people. And they were men, my own men. And I didn't know I was going to do it. But he doesn't give any context to why. Then I'm thinking, yo, this dude just what? He just went off the handle and was like, I'm fed up. And just boop, 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 boop. He started putting people down because he was bored. You have to give more to it. Maybe there was more in the scene and they cut it. I don't know. But this this right here upset me. 
because of that. I was like, damn, if only just spill it out why you did it. Because then that will get planted in her head and that will connect Princess to the rest of the group. Because then she will then go up to Eugene, which is the only other person besides Ezekiel. But go up to Eugene and say, hey, listen, Mercer just told me that he put some of your friends in danger through this whole thing. And then Eugene can say, yes, I know. And then now they're all connected. Now Princess is in the loop. You know what I mean? Cool. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't have as much of an issue with this part as you did. Um, I guess it just, you know, I was more overtaken by, you know, how good their chemistry is together. Um, and I felt like the, the actress that did uh, Princess did a really good job. Oh, she's scene. awesome. She's awesome. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I, I guess I didn't hyper-focus on that part as much. Um so I didn't have as much of an issue with it, um, or any issues with with it actually. So, no, I'm good. I'm good with that scene. I felt like it was a good uh, character building moments for both Princess and Mercer. Uh, obviously, you know he had to eventually spill out what was going on with him. Um, I'm glad it only took part of an episode to get to it, not not to the season finale or something like that. But um, uh, but yeah, it's it's a. Uh, I like I like their chemistry. I think it's it's a it was an addition to this episode. Uh, I, I just I just want to add. Uh, I definitely understand the criticism. Uh, I think, th- however, though that they did say that this is the first time he's really trying to get in, you know, get engaged with a serious relationship. So I uh-huh. I kind of think if he said all that out in the open. That might be a little unrealistic because he's not yet a hundred percent comfortable with the relationship. So I, I kind of feel like that was the building blocks to get to that. So either next week he will reveal the entire truth or he may reveal it off camera because, you know, they sometimes don't reveal everything on camera. And then when the show comes back, uh, all of a sudden it has progressed. So hopefully, though, there is an explanation because well, I think we need the explanation. Well, I mean, he's pretty comfortable just to say he killed two people. I mean, that, that right there. <laughs> I mean, if you go on a date tomorrow with a chick, it's like, come on, let's open up. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, do you really want to? Yeah, 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 come on. That's, I'm on open book. Let's do this. And, okay, well, I just killed two people the other day. Um, and I'm having a little trouble dealing with it, but it had to be done. So uh, are we cool? So because that's the so thing. The he didn't fill in the blanks. He didn't explain why he did it. I agree. So let me ask you a question. If he said that he killed two people, but there's a reason behind it, and then he doesn't go into elaborate any further, will you still think uh, that would be bad too? Then right? No, because... I, I think that would work because then I can fill in the blanks that in their private time he's going to spill everything yeah and then, I, I agree you know, i agree and then the next scene next episode we will see princess find eugene and say hey this is what i found out this is what mercer because right now we don't know we, they sort of hinted when she said when after the hug she's like we'll work through this together so mm-hmm. i'm like okay so this is not it it's not like you're just embracing it saying don't worry about it it's in the past let's move on you're saying all right we'll work through this together so maybe th- well, yeah, so then, in a blank off camera, he's gonna give all the in the details about Sebastian and all that stuff. So, so that that line definitely would have made a difference. I, I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's all. We just want to just connect them all the dots. That's it. That's all we want from this. All right. Uh, and this this is all right. So there's another little side piece before we get to the main story arc of this is the Ezekiel situation. Reaching out to the doctor. 
So we see that Ezekiel is up and running. He's happy-go-lucky, right? He's patting kids on the head. He's all happy. He's thanking Carol. Uh, he says he invites Carol to hang out. Carol's like, no, can't. Got to go do some business. What kind of work at the bakery? Oh, it's not the bakery. You know, I'm doing some other stuff. I can't really tell you. It's complicated. Once you start spilling out the words like complicated, can't tell you, you're already bringing up suspicion. So it, at that point, you have to spill it. She could have easily just said, yeah, I'm planning a big wedding and I have to make a lot of cakes. Done. But no, she spills all this other stuff out. So I thought this was intentional. I said, all right, this is it. This is when either she's going to spill the beans of all the stuff she's doing with Hornsby that she had to do to get Ezekiel bumped up the, 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 the list or Ezekiel's going to get involved and help. And this is how we're going to get him into the story because for the most part, he's not part of the, any of the drama going on with his crew. He's he's out of the loop. He's just working at the pet farm, right? The the, the animal zoo that they have or whatever. He's, he's not really involved. Zoo. Yeah, the petting zoo. There you go. Is there a petting zoo? Because we know there was a petting zoo for the fair, but I don't know if he's just keeping in uh, track of, like, livestock. Who knows? I don't know. But, yeah, he's definitely doing something. So she just brushes him off and she moves on. So we see later in his scene, he goes, he visits the doctor, which is funny because right before he enters the doctor's office, we see he's uh, putting his booze away. He's boozing hard. So uh, I was like, oh, this is it. This is what we find out. This is the real reason why he decided to walk away from being a surgeon. Because he had a drinking problem. That That's not the case, though. That that, that was a red herring. Because it actually had well, nothing. Well, you think it does? Well, uh, well uh, I think I think it kind of attributed to that. I, I feel like, you know, every every loss that he, he goes through when, you know, with a patient, I feel like he takes it, like, too big. You know, it's it weighs on him, like, pretty deep and and it and that could lead to like sort of substance abuse issues with oh, alcohol it, it definitely could but that's what i was hinting at. i was like oh this is what they're telling us now we're, we're setting it up this is why he didn't want to be a surgeon the whole thing but uh, right. that gets squashed later in this episode because he tells them that he has a friend who needs help and needs a surgery and it's a minor one and that he this person can't come in and and it's on the outskirts i don't really understand that because it's not so much of a list issue like it was with Ezekiel. Or maybe it is, but they don't bring that up. He just says it's dire. This person needs this. And that he's the only one that can do it. And that's when the doctor was like, hey, listen, I already lost somebody, a patient, today in this hospital. And you want me to leave this hospital and help your friend? And he's like, yes, you can do it in person, blah, blah, blah. But eventually, he agrees. So then they're trying to sneak out, which is the other thing that I don't understand. What, he is not allowed to leave the hospital? He can't just walk out like to go home or anything. What's up with the? No, with the with the equipment. With the, oh you know, with yes, the supplies. That's right. Okay, yeah. with the supplies. So even then, you can just say you're bringing it down to the second floor or some shit. As long as Ezekiel's not around, if it's just the doctor, I don't think they would question. But regardless, they're trying to be real cautious, and then he turns a corner and he bumps right into a guard. Just bump right into his chest. So then we see that they're in jail, or it looks like a holding. And uh, Ezekiel was allowed, I guess, one free call, and he reached out to Carol, or he told the guards the, to contact Carol, and now she has some pull because of her connection with Hornsby and all of that. So they were like, oh, are we going to get in trouble? What's going to happen? She's like, nothing's going to happen. You're free to go. Thanks for calling me. You know, But what are you getting yourselves into? What, what, what kind of uh, problems? And uh, that's when they go to the back of that animal location or whatever, wherever Ezekiel's working, because it... it 
they don't really show a good image of it. You see some animals, but then he pulls a, a sheet from behind the little petting area, and then it's just like a whole little community. You got people saying, hey, what's up, Z? You know, I'm like, whoa. They're giving them high fives and pounds and stuff. I'm like, whoa, what is this? It's like, is this the resistance? Because that's what I was saying. I was waiting for him to say something like, this is the resistance. No, he didn't He didn't go there. And he was like, oh, these are just some other people. Like, uh, like you said, Carol, a higher calling. I had another reason, and I'm going to be here for other people that need me. What are you doing for them? You're providing shelter. Are they in hiding? Are these, I don't, refugees from some other area that we don't know? A lot of holes. A lot of holes there. So uh, the doctor was like, please tell me that this this is a human and not an animal. And he's like, no, 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 it's it's, um, it's a human. And they go in the back and you see someone's hurt. And it, he starts performing the surgery. And then at some point, there is another guy that is like, oh, no, no, we can't do this here. There's bleeding and something else was happening. It was going wrong. Pretty much something was happening with too much blood. We're going to have to move her to a hospital. And this is what the doc was like. No, 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 no. I got this. We can do this. And then Ezekiel gives him a look. And it's like, yeah, yeah, he's got this. Don't worry. What, what do you need from me? We're going to help you. And sure enough, they do it. He gets to save the patient. And I knew this was going to happen. There's no way he's going to have two patients dying the same day. Right? He had one earlier, and then he's going to go perform this one, and then this craps out. And it's like, oh, I told you I suck. Where's my bottle? Where's my JD? Yeah, no. So there goes that. And he saves the day, and the patient survives. Did anybody have issues with what was going on at all with this? Yes. I well, wanted to see that patient wake up as a walker and bite Ezekiel's hand when he's trying to, re, uh, uh, what's the correct word, resuscitate the patient. Because to me, it's like, this is the final season. Everybody cannot survive. So I'm here wondering who is going to get taken out. Now, next week, with what they showed in that trailer, I expect some people to get taken out. But we'll see about that. But yes, it's, it's too safe. It's too safe that everything just works out perfectly. This is supposed to be the apocalypse. Uh -huh. So there has to be a cost for them, basically, for the doctor deciding to basically go behind, you know, basically go out and venture out and do his own thing. There got to be some consequences for this. So I want to see what the consequences are. Uh, so, yeah, I didn't like that everything worked out perfectly. I understand he previously had a patient that died. That's fine. But there has to be some consequences. Everybody cannot just get out safely every single episode. So I had an issue with that for sure. I'm surprised to hear the words that are coming out of Rich's mouth. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I knew Ezekiel wasn't your favorite character. I wasn't expecting him to be someone that you... Vimey want Vimey want him to die. Well, I'm sure. Oh, no, no. I'm sure, but I'm sure he's not alone because people that have read the comics and then, of course, watch the show are probably still wondering when he's going to die. No spoil, but he died early on. Not early on, but definitely a few seasons before the final season. And he's still alive here, so he, I feel at this point he has to play a major role, or else they would have killed him off, just like Carol. Yeah, the, well, they haven't they haven't killed off a, a like a main main character in oh it's been what a over a season it's been wow they, yeah over a season yeah because people like well Michonne, Michonne wasn't killed off she left Rick wasn't killed off he left I guess uh, Carl Carl would be the last major character to pass and yeah that was probably like two seasons back so, Jesus Jesus is one of them um, but Jesus yeah. didn't really have a main. 
didn't play a big role like they did. That's the sad part. <laughs> he, was, he was the, he he was the was son in the Bible, of God. Come right? on. There you go. What do you mean? How dare you? Go, go, go visit your priest. <laughs> no. But, uh, but, that's just, but in the show, in the comic, huge. In the video game, huge. Remember the, the Telltales? Huge character. Mm-hmm. But in this, not so much. And even the actor said afterwards, he would read his lines in his script, and he read the source material, the comics. And he was like, am I going to do this part? Am I going to do that? Like, no, no, that's for somebody else. No, no. And he said, so what am I really doing here? What's going on here? Because think about it, the one real action scene that we ever seen Jesus on the show do was when he was introduced. And he was jumping from the car, and they were chasing him, remember? With Rick and Daryl and all that stuff. And he was jumping around, doing the cool flips and all that. Yeah. That was it. We never saw that again. So, so I think uh, Carl. Carl was the the last big name. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. Yeah, that 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 was a big deal. So let let me just make a quick quick comment. Then you can go back to Carlos. So I I just want to clarify. Uh, I'm not actively rooting for Ezekiel to get killed. What I'm rooting for is for there to be some type of uproar or some type of conflict within the Commonwealth. Because you see what's happening on the outside and Hornsby trying to basically navigate through that situation. So it would be good to see something also happening on the inside. And they did start it with this whole thing about them wanting to report this story. So I want to see what actually happens next week, because we know there's going to be an issue that happens with the hilltop outside. But I want to see what's happening inside as well. Yep. Yep. All right. So just to end off with the Ezekiel segment here, he does have another little heart to heart with carol and this really pissed me off out of all the scenes in this episode this was the one this is the top this is up there with the two and three when she tells uh, when she tells him don't think we're getting back together because we're not and she's so cold with all of this it's i don't get it what did he do to deserve this from her i don't understand because they were a couple they were happy he took her in all this stuff i and yes their the their adopted son died and it was horrible but she pushed him so far away and it made no sense and it still makes no sense now because when we so first started this season first kicked off how she was like no i'm gonna she found out about his uh, his tumor and all that she she's think about it, she's going out of her way she's putting her life at risk to save his life and i was thinking this was going to trigger something else in her that realized that she really does love him and that she does want to be with him and that is not the case here she made it clear, and it's maybe it was just the acting. Maybe it was supposed to be like a tongue-in-cheek, like, oh, no, because he even said, yeah, you keep saying that, but, you know, I'm going to eventually get you to come around. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I, I I just don't I don't know where they're going with this, and it I, upset I, me. I don't, I don't really know why he's gotten the cold shoulder from uh, Carol, and I don't know why he's gotten the cold shoulder from Rich. So um, <laughs> there you go. Nobody wants him. No, Your dreads are too Ezekiel. long, man. Ezekiel. Oh no, <laughs> he's not using proper beeswax. What? What is it? What? What's the problem? Well, actually, I I, I actually like uh, Carrie Payton as he's as awesome. an actor. Yeah, he, he's a great oh, voice I, actor too. Remember, he was from uh, Teen Titans. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean, I, I don't have any issues with the character. I, I'm just saying we need to see some type of conflict. Or some type of stuff on the show. Now, he, now obviously, we already know that there's a Carol and Daryl spinoff. So, at, to, to go to the point y'all said earlier, this is why they should not have announced this stuff ahead of time. 
because there will be some type of suspense that, well, could they get back together? I'm pretty sure that, that something is going to happen to Ezekiel now because unless he's in this Carol Darrell show, but they didn't announce him as being a part of that. So I, I don't know what the plan is, but I'm just saying um, what, we'll something get, has we'll, got to we'll get. We'll get into our little thoughts right at the end of this episode because yeah. I'm sure we all have ideas of where this is going. All right, so then that's it for that. And now we can get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. And that's the whole thing where Hornsby showing up over at the hilltop. Because this is it. Now, if you remember from the last episode, he's trying to figure out who's stealing the, or who stole the, the weapons from his caravan. We know because we saw it was Leah. And so he's not sure on it. He's trying to figure everything out. So now we get from the the first, the end of the first episode scene where it said six months later. And there's that scene that we see Daryl in the the soldier garb and he takes off the helmet he looks up at maggie and it's like yeah this is how it has to go down you know that whole thing well now we're here we're at that point because here it is they're looking around they approach the hilltop and one be like yeah um we're here to protect you guys but we also need to see that you're okay and not part of what happened because uh, some people killed our people and took some weapons and so we want to make sure you have no involvement can we search maggie's like no you can't come in here and search. You can't do anything here. And Hornsby is already telling one of the guards, like, all right, this is going to be difficult. We're going to have to go in there, guns blazing. And, like, he's got these plans. And that's when Daryl's like, wait, wait, no, let me talk to her. And then that's that scene we get. He takes the helmet off. She's like, you know, I don't trust him. He's like, I'm not asking you to trust him. Trust me. And uh, there's a you know, dramatic pause. And she lets them in. So before we even go any further, this... I at no point thought there was going to be a conflict. And that's what sucks because of what we know with Maggie. It, we know that at some point there's going to be a standoff between Hornsby and Maggie. We see it's building. It's going to happen with, with the soldiers. There's going to be some fight. But because we know Maggie's secure with a spinoff, because we know Daryl is secure with a spinoff, those two are automatically ruled out. And so I don't, man, I just don't get it. I, I don't I don't see it. Like even right before this, there was a quick little scene with um, Aaron and Killer Priest, you know, talking to Hornsby. And he was like, so everybody else died and they left you two alive. And I'm supposed to believe that. And I was like, if anything, that's the most plausible and, and very possible option right there because they are not a threat. They're not soldiers. You got one guy with a half arm and you got another one who's uh, a clergyman. So why kill them? They're not a threat. They're not carrying weapons. I mean, Aaron's arm is somewhat of a weapon. But yeah, so if anything, I would say, yeah, that makes sense because you got everybody looking like stormtroopers with guns and we're just there as uh, the mediators. And usually those are the ones that don't die unless you're in a movie 300 and you get kicked in a hole. So yeah, it should be fine. I I don't understand why he, he still doubted, but clearly he doubts because he thinks Maggie is involved. So before we go any further... What did you think of this? This whole bringing in the soldiers and then blaming Hilltop. Did you think this is it? We're going to have an altercation. It's going to go down in this episode right now. Carlos? Well, obviously not. Um, The thing that made me wonder about everything is the whole Daryl thing. It's like, how does he know that (laughs) they don't have all the people over there in the Hilltop? You know? So I'm curious to see, you know, 
why he decided to, you know, go that direction. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. But he definitely knows that from what he heard Hornsby telling that guy, they were going to go in guns blazing anyway. And that's what he was telling her. He was like, they're going to find a way in regardless. So we either play nice right now or this, this gets messy. So he doesn't know. Right. And I wonder if there was any communication between Aaron and Gabriel with with uh, Daryl beforehand. Um but yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I wasn't expecting anything anything big to happen from that, uh, especially in a, going a little bit forward. But with a truck scene, it's like, oh yeah, it's not gonna go. It's not gonna go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then <laughs> so yep, yep, okay, keep going. So no, I you know, the, uh, this this was the sort of the start of you know kind of my downfall with this episode. Um, we'll get into more detail of some of the other things that happened uh, within. This this scene in particular, uh, but um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Rich, I know you had issues after this, but did you have any issues with this part? Um, well, yeah, I I definitely can understand the the issues uh, as far as because when we first saw this this whole thing, when we saw this uh, teaser months ago. Of what was coming, we all had our ideas as to what it means, and all it is is that Daryl's taking orders from Hornsby to, so we can investigate what's actually happening. Well, because when we saw that trailer initially, it looked as though they were saying, "No, it has to be this way. We need you guys to come to the Commonwealth." That was the impression that I got mm-hmm. when we saw that trailer for the very first time. So to know that it's a little bit different, I didn't really expect there to be any surprises. I will say that I believe that they were going for tension because of all the stuff that happened throughout that entire time there was that hilltop to make you think that they would find something and, and try to put and try to pin it on Maggie. Well, yeah, I mean when we first saw this from the first episode that scene, it could have been completely different. I was thinking they the, the hilltop fortified, they were already dealing with some issues and this was going to be a battle and somehow Daryl was playing the other side maybe as a spy or something. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case at all here. They were just living their life in the hilltop, and then these soldiers just came over because of what was happening in the other area. So there goes that. So the next scene for this, like you just talked about, Carlos, is that truck scene. So as they're searching, they're inside. Maggie agrees. So they're inside, and they're looking around, and they see a truck. And Hornsby starts talking about how there's not many running vehicles on the road, and he's looking at the tire tracks and uh, on the tires, and he's like, you know, not many cars are running these days. And she's like, yeah, and this one isn't running either. It's got all kinds of problems. Oh, really? Oh, oh. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a gearhead, and it runs in my family. Can I can I look under the hood? And she's like, whatever, you know. So he opens, pops the hood, and he sees, uh, I think, the starter cable was unplugged, and he's like, oh, look, it's just real simple. I just plug this in. All right, can I do it? Yeah, 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 all right. So he plugs it in, and he says, all right, you know what? Let me let me go and uh, give this a start. And he grabs uh, the key, and he's ready to turn it, and he looks over at her, and she's giving him the cold stare, like, whatever. She's not twitching or anything. And, you know, we got Daryl looking at everyone, like, because he doesn't know. He doesn't know what's going to happen. He doesn't know if that's going to turn on. If so, then maybe this is it. Because it's clear that... Hornsby is really, he's like almost 100% sure that she had some involvement. And he's just looking for something to connect the dots with this. Just to get the soldiers, I guess, behind him to just open fire 
I, I don't know why he feels the need to do this because we've seen him before, like when he in that uh, was it that uh, the, the poppy farm or whatever, when he just told him, all right, grab that guy. They just grabbed him and they they pulled him in. So what's stopping him just saying the same thing? All right, we need to interrogate Maggie. Just grab her. That that's the thing I don't I don't understand. Well, because you know, Daryl Daryl's definitely not gonna you know go through with this. Well, Daryl may not, but we don't know how his rapport with the other soldiers. Would they even respect him, or maybe they just put him down too? They're like, oh, well, you know, the thing the thing with with uh, with Hornsby is, you know, he felt he felt like he was a like, completely safe at that poppy farm. You know, there's no good. There's going to be no resistance to him doing what he did. And yeah. here, there even the slightest yeah. resistance could affect. You know, could uh, you know, hurt his life. Yeah, I mean, we see Elijah. So, Elijah, that's the only other like quote unquote soldier that we did see in this episode that was there, and uh, he plays a part as we get further in this. So he turns the the ignition on he, the car, and nothing happens. Nothing happens to this truck. It doesn't work. He just keeps pumping it, pumping it. It's not happening. And then she leans over to the driver's side and says, "I want you off my property by noon or something like that. Just get out." And he's upset and he's shocked. Like I. Like, oh, I thought this was going to work. But then this is the issue that I had with this episode. Because clearly they're following him around on the property. But somewhere along the lines, he's able to just wander off on his own. This is Hornsby. And so is Herschel, just wandering out around in the brush. Like, la, 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 you know, no biggie. And he's like, hey, hey, Herschel, right? And he's, hey, you know, if something bad happened, you could tell me. I just want to help your mommy out. And this whole thing. And he's like, no, I'm going to go find my mom. Hey, 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 I got a present for you. You want a present? Yeah, yeah. And that whole thing. And he puts the cap on his head, which is uh, the dad's cap. And I guess he dropped it back at the at the other location. And he said, mm-hmm. wow, it's a perfect fit. He could have started with that. He could have started like, hey, let us in because we found this cap. Now, I don't know if he's ever seen Herschel wear that cap. So maybe that's why they didn't do it. But it's almost like uh, a Cinderella thing with the shoe fit and all that. Because he was like, there's not many kids around. And here it is, this hat fits this little kid. But then, on the other hand, do you really think that they went in guns blazing, shooting up all these soldiers with a kid? Does that make sense to him? I don't... That doesn't make sense to me, so... No, that's... It, it it was it was used as a Cinderella shoe fitting moment. Or uh, OJ glove not yeah, fitting moment. Right. They were definitely using it as a catalyst for Hornsby to be. Oh, they did it! Mm-hmm. These were the people yeah. that helped the other group, and that's that's that's. This is my number two of things that I hated the most: the fact that that it was a freaking cap that I don't know where the hell he found the cap. Um, they showed that off. No, yeah, we didn't see that on camera. Number two, the whole thing, and man, I feel bad for the kid because it looks like he's doing a good job acting, but they, they're just shooing homeboy in for everything now. It's like, for the for the Negan stuff, which I didn't like, and with this thing with Hornsby, it's like, he's just running around somewhere, and he fits the cap, and it's like, oh, they did it. And that's, I, I, I wasn't a big fan of that, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's gonna escalate. You know, obviously, the, he, he later on in the episode, he Hornsby is already set and decided that, yeah, we need to take off, uh, take out Maggie in the hilltop, 
uh, you see, but crew in there. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. So then right after, once he puts the cap on, so it's talking to him, he gets slammed against the wall, and it's Elijah. Elijah's there, and you hear the soldiers now come running over because now they're alerted because they hear you know some, some noises or whatever. I don't know how they got alerted because no one screamed out to them. But uh, whatever, they're there, and they're like, get off him, and uh, he's like, no, he tugs Herschel, then Maggie comes out with her gun, and everyone's pointing guns, and Daryl gets involved, he points his gun, and he's like, what is going on, what's happening, this is that, she let you in, you didn't find anything, you gotta go, just leave these people alone. So, he was like, alright, fine, he tells the, the soldiers, put your guns down, that's it, we're leaving, we're done. And then they leave. And of course, Daryl leaves with them, that's part of the crew. Now, this is the part you bring up, and this is the part I have questions, and hopefully the listeners and the viewers, same thing. How does this even make sense? So, they are off into the dark in the woods somewhere. This is Hornsby and his men, and then they start yeah. dying. They're getting shot at, right? It seemed like from all angles. It was almost <laughs> like an ambush. And uh, she comes out, and she has a mask on the whole thing, and we know it's Leah, and he says, no, 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 don't, don't, no, no, I want to work with you. No, 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 I did, don't, don't kill me. He says, and then she takes her mask off and he says, I want to hire you. You know, I want to work with you, that type of deal. That right there pissed me off because you're looking for someone who killed everyone. If it was Maggie, you, you didn't give her that option. You say, wow, you're a super soldier. This is what I need. I need help because I want to take over the Commonwealth. I have my own crew. No, 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 no. But yet, he wants to hire, and we know this from the, just the teaser, uh, that he wants to hire Leah to kill Maggie. Meanwhile, she just killed all your other soldiers and your crew now. That uh, Not all of them, but most of them. And where is Daryl? And has got the equipment. Yeah, and has the equipment. And where's Daryl? And what, does he really believe that she did it all by herself? Well, Daryl had a... Con- well, I don't know if Daryl was part of this conversation, but I know Gabriel and uh, Aaron were part of a conversation at campfire. Where like, yeah, we got a we got a dip. Yeah, yeah, can't no. stay with yeah, these yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, that's right. They they had that little conversation. They were just talking to, with yeah, that's right. I don't remember if Daryl was part of it. He must have been part of it because he wasn't walking with with Hornsby when they were getting attacked. Well, it's going to be interesting with Daryl though because he's got, you know, he's got his you know uh, Judith and. Uh, yeah, the yeah. other the other yeah, kid yeah, the, the, over there, uh, Rich Junior. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rick, Rick Junior, Rich, Rick, Rick Junior. Oh, whoa, 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 Rich Junior. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, <laughs> Richard yeah. Bailey the third. Right, uh, RJ. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you know, I don't know how Daryl if Daryl's gonna come back, but uh, but yeah, man, this is this is, and we're 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 on this now. This is the worst part of the episode for me. Ended up being the last part. Um. It's just oh yeah the 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 soldier or the you know the person that's killing your soldiers that's taking your armor is you know oh we, we're conveniently finding her now and we're gonna make her join the group to create the obviously the the conflict with Maggie because obviously they have tension and obviously it makes sense that you know Leah and Maggie are gonna go at each other but I just don't like the way that it was assembled. Yeah. Um, and also, how and also, does he not know if she has her own crew? She stole all these weapons. Clearly, she yeah. needs hands to use all of them. She can't pull a Rambo and have them all strapped to her back. Yeah, come on mm. now. Exactly, and well, also, and, and also the fact that uh, he just said, "Hey, show yourself," and she just comes out. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like she could have been. She could have been shot. So, 
let, let me let, let me have a I have a few comments to make about this. Uh, I agree with the criticism. They should have did a far better job because it doesn't make sense. Like like I have my my trusted friend who is a soldier who gets killed in the line of fire, and then the person that shoots him immediately after that said, "Hey, you know what? Let's work together. Let's not uh, fight. Let's just work <laughs> together." So I think that was pretty silly as well. I agree. Um, I think uh, the whole thing about this thing coming full circle, where now she will once again get to confront Maggie and Daryl, that makes sense. But I don't like that Hornsby all of a sudden says, oh, they had to do it. There's not enough proof that he has that they was involved in what happened. So I definitely think that they fell short of that. Um, so I agree. I agree. Well, also, also, do you think, okay, think Daryl is going to take his helmet off? When he's there, when he sees her, because that's it. We don't. But he, when he's with yeah. her, he has his helmet on. So she probably, when he sees her, I don't think he's gonna take his helmet off. And say, Leah? No, I don't think that's gonna. He's probably just gonna be like, all right, let me keep a low profile and see what's going on here. Well, that's the question, right? Because Car- because uh, Daryl was very was very uh, indecisive in, in 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 the past when they had an opportunity to kill her. He was the one that let her go. So. Now you cannot. Uh, this this sooner or later this character has to go. I mean, I I just I feel like that's inevitable. So I guess that's the question they're going to have viewers asking is whether or not Daryl is going to be the one to do it. Because I mean, we already know that Maggie's going to survive because they decided let's announce the Maggie spinoff with Negan. So those characters will be totally fine. But uh, how they get to that point, I don't know. But I'm pretty sure Leah will not make it. That's something she, she well, will get taken out. Killer Priest might be the next to die because remember, he was the one that was sniping from the top. Oh, yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. he's there at the camp. So, if Leah decides to take Hornsby up on his offer and she goes back to the campfire grounds there and she sees Aaron and uh, Father Gabriel, she's gonna put him down. She's gonna be like, All right, well, before I... we kill the Maggie, I need to kill this fool right here, one eye Willie. He's going down right now. So, face <laughs> so, to so fire, I... face to fire. So are you saying that she is going to basically give him the death that he was supposed to get uh, oh, a couple yeah, seasons yeah. ago? See, that's another one who's who's yeah, I, still alive. Can I interject yeah. just real quick? It, yeah. I just want to remind uh, someone that it is two thirty, or yeah, it is two thirty right now. I know. Oh no, we're okay. We're okay. 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 Yeah. Good. Thank, thank, thank you, sir. <laughs> okay. Good. So I got stuff to complain about. Um. <laughs> so, just just. Go with this logic. You know, Hornsby found out that they had equipment stolen, you know, armament and, you know, guns, weapons, and everything. They were stolen. They assumed it was this one place. And this one place, uh, they went to t- essentially take them down and get their weapons back. But it wasn't that one place. They ended up escaping, but they still assumed it was that one place. And they assumed that Maggie was hosting them. So, and then and and then Hornsby is making the correlation. Well, maybe Maggie's behind it in the first place. Well, goes with Maggie. Doesn't find the people. Doesn't find the weapons. Doesn't find anything, except a freaking cap to fit on a kid's head. And now, he actually finds the person that actually did it, and is like, "Hey, you led me through this whole Looney Tunes chase all around freaking Southwest Georgia in the heat." Let's work together and take someone down that I assumed was responsible for stealing my weapons, or at least for, for you know, holding, you know, sheltering the people that was stealing my weapons. No, 
it's ridiculous, man. I don't yeah. understand that logic. It's it doesn't make sense. I feel I feel like it's just we needed we needed the conflict with with the hilltop and with Maggie, and we needed Leah and Maggie to go into conflict because obviously they have that 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 uh-huh. tension and that history. So let's just put two and two together the most ridiculous way, and 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 just so like we can have that and tension in a good teaser episode. That she doesn't know Maggie, baby. That's Maggie's friend. How do we know that? He doesn't know that. We yeah. know that, but he yeah. doesn't know that. What? How does he? How does he not know that she isn't part of the of the of the people? You exactly. know, the people that the other crew. The yeah, the first crew. What if they were like, "You killed my warlord"? I was his second. You know, we don't know. You know, I just want to make a comment. Uh, what I think would have been a better thing would be if go back to Carlson. Say that maybe Carlson had some type of item specific to him, like he wore a chain or whatever, mm-hmm. and they took that. After they killed him, and and, and, and by some by some circumstance, uh, Hornsby discovers that somebody has the chain. That would have made a better explanation as to say, okay, yeah, they were there and they was involved in what happened to Hornsby. I think that would have been a better explanation instead of this cap cap thing. But I don't mm-hmm. think they really took a lot of time to think about how they were going to execute. They just decided we need to have this conflict happen immediately. Uh, and we can just have him assume that they were there because he saw the cap, but it didn't make any kind of sense. And where are all the other soldiers? <laughs> I mean, as you can see from our image, people, when you've watched the episode already, you saw there was at least a dozen. Yeah. And she did not kill a dozen with him. So where is everyone else? I don't... And and if if she does take him up on this offer, is all the other soldiers going to be cool with it? Let let's remember these are not robots; these are humans. So I'm sure they knew some of the soldiers that died. I'm like, really? This one woman, she, this person, could be a man or a woman, not discriminating. But this one person has pulled a Rambo and killed everybody, and now you're gonna offer them a job? No, killed my friend Jimmy, and then attack. I don't know, but I mean, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. And he doesn't even ask if there's more people involved or your group. He could say, "Hey, I want to hire your group for a job. That's why I'm looking for." You know, no, just I want you. He really believes that she's uh, this one person that killed everybody. Also, also, has Hornsby been in contact with the governor? Is he? You know, does she know no, that she he's just? Starting shit all with fucking communities and nope, and, uh, and and I can say that with certainty because remember in that part, it was a few episodes back when they were in the the the, the truck on their way back to the Commonwealth when she says, "Listen, do whatever you need to do. Just make sure you stick with your duties at the the Commonwealth." So he's like, "Okay," and that's when he's been BSing, saying that she's cool with it. She knows everything, but she's just giving him free reign to do whatever he wants. Yeah, the, the the governor is on vacation. Just, that's why you haven't seen her in a while, Carlos. Maybe you'll see her after in the final eight episodes of the season. Yo, man, I still don't know if she's a good person or not. <laughs> I, I seriously do not know. But we do know one thing. She really doesn't have power. It's well, Hornsby right now that has the power with the soldiers. They're all following him under her direction. And so, we see Mercer has his own set of power, which he hasn't used, where everyone's trying to convince that he has power. Go ahead, Rich. So so here's a question for y'all, and this is a question for the listeners as well. Do you think that Hornsby is going to get killed in the next episode? And that's going to be what propels the governor to take action against this group? No. 
I don't see it. You no, know, because because it no, I, I, I also don't agree because Mercer needs he can't Mercer needs a, a huge enemy uh-huh. to sort of go against sort of the, the status quo of the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the governor, you know, sort of quote unquote defending rightly or wrong, obviously they don't know, but uh defending one of one of her, you know, uh subordinates, then it doesn't seem like something that would trigger someone like Mercer to go against uh against the Commonwealth. Mm. Okay. So I feel like they, they, they need if if the governor is not gonna be the big bad and obviously I still don't know, um if they haven't painted her as the big bad, it's just kind of more ambiguous the way her character is. Um but um they if if she's not gonna be the big bad, they need they need a big bad. And Hornsby's the one that's painting himself to that corner. And uh, so I, well, I feel like they can't kill him just quite yet. Well, I uh, so I I say well I look forward to seeing what happens because that that trailer it looked like he definitely get messed up though. And that trailer I saw blood on his face, all this other stuff. So I would assume that uh, something There's some major fight. stuff happens in the next There's episode. If anything, Leah, I think this is it. We put an end to Leah's story. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yes. somewhere along the line, there's a fight. There's going to be something. I mean. <laughs> They made it seem like we already see we're gonna get that altercation between Maggie and Leah, and we already know Maggie has her own show spinoff, and it's it's not a a prequel so, of any sort. So she survives whatever happens in this final season. She's gonna be a survivor. And and and, and for that reason that you just said, the the next episode it better not end with a cliffhanger to make you think, oh, Maggie got wounded and she might not survive. Because I will be I'll be very pissed, and I will be back on this show to complain. If that's how they decide to end the midseason of finale, there, there is one direction. There is one direction that they can take <laughs> if they want to get back on what Walt, Walking Dead was known for the series, which was uh, the controversial deaths. Mm-hmm. If they take out Herschel, if they don't have to show oh. something happening, but let's say uh, uh, an explosion of some sort, and he was still there, if that happens. So they don't have to show a child dying, but it happens. If they go down that road, that would be it. Because that would cause the controversy. That would spark the interest of the craziness that should be happening in the last part. And yes, if for those who read the comic, Herschel is still part of it. But we've seen characters that are that had died in comic and they're still here relevant. Mm-hmm. So anything is possible. And the fact that like Carlos brought up, they keep putting Herschel in all these key scenes... So why are they putting him in all these key moments unless they're trying to draw more attention so that we have a connection? He already put himself in danger once when he was a stowaway. And what's stopping from that happening? Again, being at the wrong place at the wrong time. And poof, that is your cliffhanger. Some big to do. They think they're going to kill Maggie. We blew up where she was hiding. And no, who is there? Where's Herschel? (gasps) Well, let let, let me just add one one quick point to that. I... I like that theory. They probably will not do that because, you know, they don't want to show nothing bad happening to kids. But I, I want to say this. But we know Maggie and Negan have their own Isle of the Dead. We don't and hear that, Maggie, and, and, Negan, and, and Herschel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's 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 the point that I want to make. I, w- I would not just have Herschel parish. I would also have Negan's wife parish. And oh, have whoa, whoa, a situation re- where she is in the midst of trying to save him or whatever, and they both get caught somewhere and they both get taken out. Because then that's how you build this whole thing of, well, now Maggie and Negan, they they are working together. They've both lost a lot more. 
than they plan to lose, I, I think that's how you bring them together. Because I still don't understand how you're having a spinoff with these two characters. It, I'm, I'm assuming that spinoff is a search and rescue. That's what. That's the only thing that makes okay. sense to me. That if those people don't die, if the wife doesn't die, Deegan's wife and Herschel doesn't die, something happens. A new big bad comes, takes them away, and they can figure out. I was like, oh wait, where they go? They went to Manhattan. They went to big city. All right, well we're gonna go. We, mm-hmm. we we both have something to gain from this. I want to save my son. You want to save your wife and child. You know, I'm assuming at this point, if we were fast forward if we, uh, some time, it's not going to be a pregnant woman running around. There will be a little boy, a little girl. We'll see. But yeah, see, the fact that we know that, it sucks. I don't <laughs> want to know that. If they could have held off, held off, and right at the end, the final episode, just do like a post uh, posting like a trailer for something I'm like wait what is this and then we see it that would have been awesome but no they spill the beans we know it's happening we know it's for sure just like with the Daryl and Carol so they're safe Ezekiel my theory and I've said this before is either he's going to be running the commonwealth or Aaron is going to be running the commonwealth that's that's it that's the only reason I can think that Ezekiel is still around like he says he keeps seeing and he repeats himself over I have a purpose now you gave me a new purpose I have a new purpose well this is your purpose to eat, eat ice cream with everybody else at the Commonwealth and to save the place you're going to be running it because it sounds Ezekiel, like everybody else is Ezekiel, leaving Ezekiel is not surviving throat cancer just so he can get taken down yeah yeah it's gonna I, th- I feel like Aaron's the one that's going to be taken down yeah, the um, new Rick, the new Rick, yeah, the new Rick. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron has got you know, uh, death vibes on the show. But but Aaron has he man he has he has he has an arm for a weapon. Oh yeah, Carlos. he had that you cool scene he, where he, he splattered a guy's head, the the walker's head. He punched right through it. And yeah, you mean to tell me he can't fight his way out of uh, potential death? <laughs> I mean, he can be he can be taken down by a human. Oh boy, he could definitely be taken down by a human. Um. We know that the we know that the the armor arm is definitely an OP and needs to get nerfed, uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll see what happens. We will see. And there you go, people. Thanks again for tuning in for another episode of I Am Negan. We will be back for this mid-season finale. That's episode sixteen. They they better deliver. They better deliver. So thanks again for supporting us. Go ahead and check out all our other content over at thecoalition.com. We have uh, interviews with cast members, and who knows, maybe when this is all said and done, a few more will come down the pipeline because that's usually how it works when you start hyping up toward the, the last final eight episodes. And then after that, we got Fear the Walking Dead coming back. The Nukes, right? Say it called The Nukes. But, the nuke. but here's the thing, though. They, they always change it up. So who knows? Maybe it'll be something else. And we'll see, we'll see. But I enjoy Fear. Fear is a, a great spinoff. That's how you do it. You throw a lot of things that were not found in the original. It, it should apply for every spinoff of every show. Just make things different, not the same, just in a different location. That sucks. But Fear is awesome, so if you're into that, stick around, because we'll be covering that in April. And uh, that's it, people. Thanks again for following and subscribing, and we will be back next week. Peace.